in some ways the ancient philosophers, ancient people were fascinated by fire um, every once in a while I'm fascinated by fire um, but for different reasons but when you uh, you know, light a match or when you pass maybe a flame from one candle to another it's not like the candle becomes half as bright as it was before in some ways the heat or whatever um, you know they didn't know as much physics back then but the idea is like how how is the, all the flame all the heat passed from one thing to another in the gospel uh, Jesus is talking about God the Father and himself and he says he does not ration his gift of the Spirit God does not ration his spirit with us and nor should we ration our spirit with one another with those around us it's not like if we give a little of the spirit to someone it's like, like we only have half of it left in fact when we give the Holy Spirit to someone else when we inspire them in a relationship with God it actually increases the spirit in us That is a great thing. That the more that we give, the more we receive. The world doesn't understand you, so we would not learn that in your economics class. But the Holy Spirit is different. The Holy Spirit obeys different laws than modern economics. The more we give, the more we receive. And the apostles knew this, that they needed to give of the great gift that they had received from Jesus Christ. The Sanhedrin questions them, the high priest questions them, we gave you strict orders, do not, did we not, to stop teaching in that name. So what did the apostles do? Did they stop preaching? No, they just started preaching all the more. And as we go, uh, I mean, you may not feel like it, there may seem like a long ways between next Friday. I know what finals week is like. Seems like uh, I'll never quite get there. I won't get all my papers done. The tests, like, there is no such thing as a calendar date past next Friday. I know that feeling very well. But it will come, I promise. But it is. We will leave this community, most of you, a few of you always stick around for the summer, but most of you will leave this community. Some of you, uh, won't, you won't return. And we won't have this community to support us, to encourage us to live a life in Christ. To share our love with Christ with others. And the world will. The world will tell you to stop preaching the name of Jesus Christ. Are you going to stop? Or are you going to be like the apostles? And push on. Because you know that you are a better person for it. And that the world is a better person when they know Jesus Christ. 
The world is going to tell you to stop, to stop preaching the name of Jesus Christ. Peter and the apostles said in reply, We must obey God rather than men. Again, are we going to obey men or are we going to obey God? Are we going to do what the world asks of us and to be silent, to not stand up for the truth, to not stand up for the name of Jesus Christ? Or are we going to preach him even more boldly? Um, I don't know if I've given much in the way of this, but um, I don't know, what do I, how do I want to put this? Uh, how about Dating Advice by Father Vogel 101? <laughs> so, uh, Dating Advice by Father Vogel. Uh, when you are um, out and about, maybe like at a restaurant, pray before you eat. Make the sign of the cross. And they're like, How is, what does that mean with dating? Well, explain. Uh, when you make the sign of the cross, you're telling the people around you that one, you're a Catholic, and two, that you care about the Catholic Church, you care about Christ enough to publicly admit that you, uh, that you like Jesus, that you love the Church. And this will signal to other people that this is where you stand, that this is something that you believe in. And there might just be someone in the vicinity that might notice, right? <laughs> and they may say, hmm, maybe I should go talk to that person and introduce myself. So we can be a little self-serving, I suppose, when we serve God. So that's my dating advice for the night, is to make the sign of the cross and to pray before you eat, especially in public. It just might help your dating chances. But yes, we must continue to be bold for Jesus Christ. We must obey God rather than men. The world will tell you to stop, to stop preaching His name, to shut up, to not talk about it anymore. Why? Because they want to live in their sin. They don't want to be told that what they're doing is wrong. But as I have said many times, if someone believes that 3 plus 5 is 7, the good thing to do is to correct them, otherwise they may end up in jail for failing to do their taxes correctly. <laughs> Right? We don't want that for them. And in the same way, we want them to know Jesus Christ, to grow in holiness, to get to heaven. And so it's okay to make them feel guilty, to let them know that what they're doing is wrong and sinful. They may get mad at you for a while, but you will have shown them a little bit of the truth, a little bit of God. They will know what is right and wrong. We must obey God rather than men. I pray that this summer, as we go out our separate ways, that we continue to be bold for Jesus Christ, even when we're outside of this community. And if you are struggling, reach out to someone in this community. We cannot do this alone. So find someone. To find someone to help you walk this life 
so that you can be bold for Jesus Christ. So that when the world tells you to stop, that you just keep on going, that you preach Jesus Christ. The world desperately needs the love and the truth of Jesus Christ. May we be bold enough to share it.